This one's so sick. What's it got? Disease. Are you gonna give it to me? Are you a carrier? I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I felt like finally that my breathing stuff that started before he got sick. So maybe I could be patient zero. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our intro. <laughs>
Um, uh, yeah, so the wedding's on Saturday, and on Sunday, you are, and John are coming up, and two of uh-huh. your friends are coming up. Yeah. Um, and we're I'm trying to coordinate. We have a total of seven people that want to play. Right. Not everybody could come in person. Which right, well, some people are not in the same state or bordering state. Or even country. country. Yeah. Um, but they do want to play, and so we'll, we'll make it work if uh, everything lines up and we can get them, you know, make the timing work out. The, uh, the, the things that are holding me up right now is I haven't gotten confirmation from a couple people mm. that that time would work. Or that day would work. And yeah, I was also, going to say, it's going to be seven times? <laughs> no, we didn't. I mean, we, we should, but we have not I'm yet sure it will be the time. usual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, um, I've been trying to help each person set up their characters before mm-hmm. we start, so that we're not doing we that, that during the first session, because mm-hmm. that's time-consuming. For sure. You could, you could, with seven people, you could spend seven hours at the first day just setting mm-hmm. up characters. Yeah. It's not fun for everybody. No, for sure. So I wanted to do that ahead of time, and... Uh, I've gotten one person completely done. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I got one. And it's my first time. Yes. Yes. Oh, but, um, to be fair, John's is like 98% done. That's true. And it's also his first time, but he's also... Mm, he, is it? With D&D, I think. I thought he's played before. He might have know. played. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, his character has a lot more going on than yours does. What? Mine was so in-depth. No, your backstory, yes. Your character's okay. personality, yes. His character's actability, we'll say. You'll understand when we start playing. I'm not going to give like you Like his abilities way. and stuff? Yes, there's cool. more in-depth. So he has, yeah. to, he has to fine-tune a couple of those things for me. Gotcha. Not, nothing that I need to have today, but I need mm-hmm. to have before the first session. Yeah. Um, I'll remind him tonight. And then uh, one of the other guys is also about 98% done. Same idea. He needs to fine-tune two things for me, but he also needs to get me his backstory because he has mm-hmm. not done that yet. And I don't know anything about his character other oh. than the name. What's the name? I can't tell you that. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah, at the first session. <laughs> um <clears throat> But then on Sunday, uh, your two friends that you guys are bringing in person, mm-hmm. I'm going to do their characters Sunday morning. Yeah, that's right. So we'll fun. get them done. So at least the and four they've of you will be played. Done. No. Well, Matt. so Matt has played a lot. Yes. And he said that Carissa played, I think, once. one session of D&D 3.5, mm-hmm. which was very but popular. She really D&D liked 4 it. was not popular. D&D 3.5 was very popular. Right. Um, she did enjoy it. She played like one 12 hour session. That was it. D&D 5 is apparently a lot simpler for the player, mm. um, and I think that's probably why it's become so popular compared to past versions, because it's easier to get into. Yeah. Um, but the rule, there are rules that are definitely different, um, and mechanics that are different, so as much as she played one long session, it's basically still new to her. Mm-hmm. So. I just thought it was cool because it was... Because we were at a staff thing, like, doing some of this, and people were just like, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, D&D, and they are just like, oh. I, uh. How many people walked up to us and said, what are you guys doing, homework? Yeah. Like, we had a book in front of us. Like, okay, we have a, homework. a paper and a book, <laughs> therefore we're doing homework, even though we graduated college. I mean, it kind college. of was. How many years it was ago? like D&D homework, in a sense. Well, no. Anyway. <laughs> but either way, it was kind of interesting to see everyone's reaction to it, because, like, I mean, I've... I like board games. You guys like board games. Obviously, we talk about how much we play board games. Yep. And I've never played D&D, and I think the first, like, reference I've really paid attention to is, like, Stranger Things <laughs> Netflix when they're playing it. Yep, yep. And because it, it does have, like, I mean, for some reason, people generalize it as, like, this weird, like, fantasy thing that people get like way too into and whatever and I'm sure there are those people <laughs> there definitely are yeah um, I, but it's a lot better than that yes, assumption absolutely I've experienced um, people basically assuming that people that play D&D are the are this like stereotypical Nerd. 38 year old white male that lives in his parents' basement. 
and has I was no exactly friends. Exactly thinking that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> no. Like you're married with a child in your own home. <laughs> right. Yes. But not even that. Like, I mean, it, I, you can you can spot that person, that quote unquote right. person right. in any setting. If right. you just look at the correct people, you could tell who that type of person might be. Right. Do I strike you as that type of person? If you just saw me randomly. Particularly. Right. Yeah. So, and I, you wouldn't strike me as that type of person right. either. But it's, you know, it's becoming very popular. So that's yeah. good. I just and like. lots of people play it. Yeah, I found what was really cool is I've always liked, when I was younger, before I got into like other types of authors and books and stuff, like I always liked reading like the young adult fantasy novels. Like mm-hmm. those were just really fun for me. Like I liked magic and, you know, yeah. Game of Thrones esque shit and whatever. Medieval. And, and yeah, just. You know, things where other stuff is possible. <laughs> right. You know, and and you were nagging me for a while to make my backstory, but like the minute I got into it, it was you, just like you got into it. Yeah, I mean, it was just really fun, like writing, and you kind of you really do like get to create this character, and I'm super excited to try to like be that character because, as you said, like I guess you get points and stuff for acting kind of within your. Yes. Role. So, the the concept of D and D is not to um, it's not to go out and have a bunch of fights. Mm-hmm. It's not to go out and put on this big act with a character voice and mannerisms and all this stuff. It's to tell a story. And so far, you have told your character's backstory, and you've done very well at it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> I I really like your character backstory, um, but. So now, when we all sit down, mm-hmm. you have to tell your character's story with the other people around you. Right. And that's the whole point, is to tell a story. And so sometimes you will do really well at telling a story, and you get what's called inspiration. Mm-hmm. Inspiration gives you an opportunity to basically try better at something when you didn't try so well the first time. Right. Um, and um, it's... It basically, it basically is a reward for telling a good story. Mm. And you won't get that in combat. You won't get that for right. doing something in great, great in combat because that's not telling a story. It's more like when you're problem solving and, yes. you know, wandering. <laughs> yeah. Or when you make your fellow players cry because of how emotional you are. What? <laughs> if you, if you, I mean, if you do the right things, you... Make people cry? If, well, no, I mean, if you, like play up your character so well that the people around the table feel emotions for you, mm-hmm. that's worthy of inspiration. Right, right. So if you, that's telling a very good story. You're tapping into the emotions of the people around you. Hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. You never know. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be like so in-depth. <laughs> but. Yeah. No, it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I'm, I'm hoping we can get everybody together. But we may also have to do two different groups. Right. If we can't get everybody to line up with schedules. Because seven people is hard to line up seven schedules. For well, sure. Eight schedules when you count. Yeah. So. Anything more than like four is difficult. Yes. In general. Yeah. We, we have the benefit of the fact that you and John can figure out what your schedules are. And then you've got a set list of times that right. you're both available. Right. Um, and then for like game days when we're not playing D&D... Brie and I do basically the same that we know when we're both available. Right. Um, and so that makes it a little bit easier because that's four people right there. Yeah. Brie is not going to be playing doing the with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, the three of us, because I can compare to your two schedules mm-hmm. since you know it, and then I'm assuming Matt and Carissa do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So a day that works for the two of them plus a day that works for you. <laughs> that's only three calendars there, kind of. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Even though it's five people. Mm-hmm. But then you were still adding in more people after that, and that's what makes it difficult. Right. I did pose the eighth to a bunch, to I think everybody at this point, mm-hmm. and um, I've gotten some confirmations and I've gotten some no answers. So we'll see. Yeah. It'll be what it'll be. Yep. But I think that everyone has some really good characters lined up, so yes. it'll the be other an thing adventure. The other thing will be if I can get everybody's characters set up before the eighth. Because if I they, think so. I don't, like I said, I don't want to spend the first session right. spending three hours setting up a character for somebody. Yeah, I mean, I think 
that you'll probably get tons done with Matt and Carissa. Um, yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. And that's, and then it gives me a week to set up the last two people's characters, and I haven't even heard, right. from, I haven't even heard from them yet. Right. But, I mean, so. based on just, like, the core physical people that are going to be there. Yes. Everybody that's, that's in person will be done as of something. Right. And even if, like, Matt and Chris have a few things to get done, I bet it'll be so minimal that, like... Well, I mean, that's the case with John. Right. It's so minimal that you can show up Sunday and say, these are the things I picked. Right, exactly. So. so it won't take too much time out of it. Yeah. For sure. For that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah. Keep in touch with those others that can't come in person and see what uh, th- what their situations are. I mean, obviously, those that live in a different country are... Mm. Um, their their time zone is very different from ours. Oh, of number course. one, and also based on what um, where they are and their jobs, they are very busy when they're usually at the same time of day where we would probably be playing. Mm-hmm. So finding or even setting up their characters, so finding time to communicate with them has been difficult in general. Right. I've sent them messages and gone three days without an answer just because they didn't have the time to respond at what would have been a reasonable hour over here mm-hmm. and over there. So. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm super pumped. Good. Good. So we were talking to you. I was like, I mentioned that I needed to get a board game and you were like, well, oh, we yeah. have it. Yes. I'm like, but I still want it. <laughs> you you want to get legendary, but we already have legendary. And you can come play it. What's the at difference our house? between is Upper Deck legendary the same thing? Oh, that's the brand. That's the brand. Duh. Upper brand. <laughs> yeah, no, I just kind of want to get it because like John and I obviously like we have a lot of games and we like when we have people over or we when we travel with family, we'll bring games and stuff, which is always nice. Like we brought when we went up to Maine, we brought love letters, yep. um, which. <laughs> My mom is not great at games, like, but she played it. She really likes it. That's good. Yeah. That's a good travel game because it's very small and compact. Legendary exactly. is not a good travel game. No, but I mean, like, if, if you're taking a car, you could do it. Sure. Yeah. But, um, so there's that one that I want to get, and then, like, Munchkin Deluxe because it comes with the board. board. Yeah. So, yeah. and I didn't realize how cheap it is on Amazon. Yeah. It's $18. Yeah, I think it's, like, 25 in stores. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Have you ever played Hive? No. So, yeah, I was trying to look for some more good travel games mm-hmm. that were small. And yeah. so there's, like, Hive where it's, like, a full game. Right. Um, and then and it comes in kind of, like, a tin or whatever. And then there's Hive Pocket, which comes in, like, a drawstring bag, which is super, like, some love letters come like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, like, it has really good reviews. I've and heard they, of Compare it, it to, like, Chess. Sort of. I've definitely heard of Hive. I, I can't picture it right now, so I'm not sure. So it's like, you get all these game pieces, and they're like bugs or animals. Like bugs, I think, yeah. Like bees, mosquitoes, ladybugs, ants. So I think each like type of insect can do a certain thing, just like a chest, certain chest pieces. That makes sense. Yeah, so I guess you're supposed to build a hive. But, yeah. So I might get that and check it out. Check it out, because it's... It's less than $20, so for a game like that, that's something I could, like, give away if I didn't really like it, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's... What else have you been looking at? Um, so, um, there's also... Have you ever played Odin's Ravens? No. I think I've never even heard of that one. So, there, so, there's, like, Odin's Ravens. I think, like, there's a bigger one, but this is, like, for two people. Um, and... Basically, it says, race through the landscape in opposite directions and be the first to return to Odin with your news. Focus on speed and enlist the help of trickster gods to create shortcuts or hinder your opponent. It's a fast-playing race game of thought and memory for two players. Hmm. So there's, like, a bunch of cards, obviously. Right. So, um, you kind of, kind of like Celestia, where you go down a path. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It seems a little bit like that. So that's one I was looking at. That one's only like 17 bucks. Boss Monster. We have that. Yeah. We have Matt Boss Carissa. Monster 1 and 2. Yep, so and do Matt Carissa. We have one, uh, I think there's four expansions, and we have one of them. Mm. And then there's Machi Kori, Koro, 
I've definitely seen that before. I've never played it. Yeah, we played it. It seems interesting. There's a lot of those Japanese games where, like, maybe they're just not as, like, popular over here. But in the last couple years, we've gotten a big rush of um, European games. Mm-hmm. And followed very quickly by uh, a lot of American games because people decided to tap into the fact that that market was starting to boom. Um, right. And uh, Asian games, most of the Japanese games, have not flourished. They, I mean, there are some that are really, really popular, but not the quantity of games that right. we have in like European games. Right, for sure. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer because they look really... There's a lot of like Asian... You know, themed games like Lanterns. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. The one with the pandas. Uh, Takanado. Takanoko? Yeah. We have that one. You guys said that was really fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, we'll probably get some new games. I will most likely order Legendary because I kind of want to play it. I know it's, like, not as easy with two people, but I still want to play it with two people. We will lose, but I've accepted that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the I'll send you a link to the app that I use that does the randomization. Oh yeah, that would be great. That'd be awesome. So speaking of like apps with randomization. Oh jeez. <laughs> so I pitched Roger this idea where like, you know, usually we come in, we talk about the week, and that's based on whatever randomness we have in our head. Um, and I was like, well, maybe it'd be more fun to just like focus on a couple random specific topics like each week because knowing us it'll still go into like tangents <laughs> and be quite entertaining so I made a wheel a wheel of what you say <laughs> that is what you called it <laughs> a wheel of regalement that's what I'm calling it oh okay yeah I'm getting kind of deep so Roger gave me a list of like a bunch of different topics you had a list Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, I started. I started with a few things just off the top of my head. And then you added a couple more, so it looks kind of cool. So my theory is I'm going to come up with phrases that have to do with that topic and change them on the wheel every week. So not only at the end of each episode will we pick a couple random topics, but then you have to try to figure out what they are. <laughs> because I like that. <laughs> His enthusiasm right now is really overwhelming. I'm just, I mean, I, uh, I'm, I'm cool with trying the idea of the randomization on the wheel. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. The fact that you want to change the name of one each week. Well, that's just to fuck with you. I know. <laughs> and it might just make me go out of my bother because I don't Okay, know. well, if it does. If, if I don't understand what you're trying to say the topic is, I'm just going to be like, well, I'm not going to talk about that one. True. So. I'll try to make them, well, we'll try it out a couple times. And if you hate it, I will play nice. Okay. So a couple of the things that I was talking about is, he, you know, personal stuff. So I picked the name Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> oh, I'm choking. Um, anyway, I like travel. I like talking about my travels. So, where in the world is Carmen San Diego for all those 90s babies? You know? I mean, that one makes sense. Yeah. I, I picked up on that one immediately. Right. And the other one, health, an apple a day. Yeah. That made sense. Yeah. Um, noms. Food. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Which apparently is technology. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> thought that was like a fun phrase that I say a lot. So, anyway, that one will be improved. Okay. <laughs> Mother Nature is fairly obvious. And then the other ones were also kind of obvious, so I have to think of things. Like, we were talking about doing, like, TV and movies as a topic, so I just wrote TV and movie connoisseur, because I couldn't think of anything at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then for, like, board games or, you know, stuff like that, I just put geekery. Sure. Geekery. Well, that could be a very wide topic. It could, which I'm totally fine with, because I think between the both of us, we have an immense spread of geekery. (laughs) Probably true. Which, by the way, someone was talking about the Halloween costume stuff at work, and then I was like, oh my god, I didn't even think about what I'm going to be this year. But it has to be something nerdy. You're not going to be Doctor Who again? 
Well, okay. So last year, <laughs> let's talk about that really quick. <laughs> so I was really excited because I've never really like cosplayed. I always like watch people do it and I'm just like, oh, it looks so much fun. And like, you know, because you just got to put it together in whatever fashion you like sure. um, to express the, whatever character you're trying to do. So I decided kind of last minute that I had a bunch of stuff that I could do like a female 11th doctor of mm -hmm. Doctor Who. For those that don't know, that was the Matt Smith one. Yes, Matt Smith. Um, God, I miss him. <laughs> um, so I just ordered like the Doctor Who, uh, the 11th Doctor bow tie and the 11th Doctor screw sonic screwdriver. So it was like themed specifically. Did you have um, that? I don't think I got a fez. I think that was one of the other things. I think if I do it this year, I need to have a fez. Yeah. But I kind of change it I mean, if you're going to do the 11th Doctor, you have to have a fez. I know. I know. I just don't think I had time. Or I could find one that I liked. There was one that there was on Amazon, but it had really bad reviews. Okay. So I didn't really feel like spending, like, $25 on a fez. Yeah, no. 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 So anyway... Gets to the office. Roger basically knew what I was, like, off the bat. So it was really exciting. I was pumped. I thought I looked awesome as the doctor for people that understood the reference. There was a few people that asked me if I was Pee Wee Herman. That's, yes, you're right. I remember that now. Yep. <laughs> because I had a bow tie and basically... And suspenders. A, and suspenders. And I had that, um, how would you describe it? The brown jacket. I had a suit jacket on. Yes. But it was like a female styled suit jacket, and it, it's kind of that brown corduroy look, almost mm. tweed. Yeah, tweed esque. Mm. Yeah. Because Matt Smith didn't even wear tweed, actually, necessarily. No. But in that theme. Um, yeah, so <laughs> a couple of people that clearly do not watch Doctor Who were just like, oh, are you Pee Wee Herman? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not an accused, like, diddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, you could go as a different doctor. You wouldn't. That's get what I'm thinking. You wouldn't get confused for Peter Herman, but you might still not be recognized. That's true. I'm. I have to decide which doctor I want to go with. Could just get the scarf. Fourth doctor, right? I mean, six. I always get them mixed up. Everybody does that. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Everybody does that one. But it's so fun. Plus, then I have a scarf. <laughs> Which I already have 20 of, but why not one more? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> or I could go as a TARDIS and just dress in blue. With like a police thing. Uh, it's hard to do the TARDIS. Yeah. I've seen people do it and they do a great job, but yeah. Paint myself blue, that would be hilarious. No. I more. mean... Yeah. Anyway. So, I have to figure out what I'm going to be for Halloween. Sure, yeah. <laughs> do you know what you're going to be? You do know, don't you? Me? Yeah. What? I'm going to be mean. That's not what you were last year. No, okay. So, last year, we had, at the time, we had <laughs> three people in management positions mm -hmm. that all wore similar style shirts, but none of them had the same shirts as each other. But then we had one coworker, Matt, different Matt from your friend. Yes. Who had the same shirts as all of these people. So, and honestly, God, they would come in wearing the same shirt on the same day, and it would just be hysterical. Yeah. Until he started changing up his wardrobe a little bit, um, <laughs> and one of those people has has left the organization now. Um, but I had a very similar shirt as well that I normally don't wear to work. I just wear it, like, on the weekends because right. it's, it's loose-fitting, comfortable. But I was like, okay, I'm going to wear that shirt <laughs> on Halloween, and I'm going to be Matt when he is wearing the same shirt as all the managers. Right. And so I had the shirt on, and I put on name tags that said all the different manager yeah. names. <laughs> Didn't you win? I did. I yeah, you won the costume <laughs> process because it was just absolutely brilliant. You're like, yeah, yeah, that happened. I love that I do. I know we don't really talk about work that much, but uh, I do love that we have plenty of funny stuff like that that happens. We do a lot of team building stuff, which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. We have an awesome job. That's true. I do tell people all that all the time. Yeah. I'm always like trying to convince people to come work for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're having problems at your job? Mm. They're not treating you right? Mm, mm -hmm. Might want to change. 
I work for a place that does do that yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they ever, I mean, since before I started, and I've been there longer than you, the team building has been a very high priority thing. I think that's great. And, you know, I worry about down the road, like when John finishes his doctorate program, obviously he's probably going to go back to London until he gets another position. Mm-hmm. Um, How many years does he have to finish his program? Oh my gosh, he's like halfway done, so he's like under two years now? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean like, or maybe even a year or a half, I can't even remember at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean it's like coming up faster than I'd like, and so I will most likely, if we're together, because you know, we moved in together and all that just stuff, yep, yep. and I travel enough that I'm totally comfortable living abroad. So, but I kind of worry too, because it, it's funny when I see people that like change jobs a lot, they're like, oh, I'll be here for a year and then I'll be there for two years and then I'll be there for six months or whatever, you know, they jump around and they think that's good for their resume, where it's like, it's not It might really. be good for your resume to show you have all these skills, but it's definitely not good for like buying a home, because right. they want to see that you have a steady job for... A minimum of two years. Right. And on top of that, like, I think if you find the right company, like we did, then even if you stay with the same company for four or five years, more than that, whatever it is, like, you're going to have so much growth no matter what. Because you're working for the right place that puts their time and effort into you and making you a better employee, making you a better person. But so, yeah, I mean, I'm, like, weary of moving across the pond and will I find something, you know find a company that I like as much and that'll definitely be scary <laughs> oh yeah yeah I mean I I definitely learned I mean I came in to uh, my position with a good knowledge of computers mm-hmm. and laptops desktop computers laptops right. software things that people use themselves on a regular basis, but not a ton of knowledge on servers. I had some knowledge on servers, but not a lot. Right. I've learned a lot about servers sure. since I started. <laughs> so I know I've got more skill than when I started. For sure, yeah. yeah. I think um, I've like quadrupled, if anything, if not more, of like my knowledge in so many areas, which is awesome. Yeah, and you haven't even been there as long as I have. No. Yeah, my two-year anniversary is this month. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. My five-year-old will be December. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> but five years. Hey, at five years, at five years, I start earning more earn time. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to Well, tweak. so, yes. Right, <laughs> we shouldn't right go now. into those details per <laughs> no, se. No, no, no. Right now, the, the current, current earn time is at five years, you start earning more. Right. Uh, and they are looking at changing that to more than just two tiers right. as of January Because, again, 1st. they care about us. Yeah, as of January um, 1st, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting, though, like abroad, is that, like, the sectors we work in now can be kind of transferred over there, but it's a totally different world. Because yeah. those are mm-hmm. countries that, I mean, if it's, A, anyone where in the EU... The way the government works, the way that industry works is completely different right. than here. And then most countries that are civilized have socialized medicine and socialized housing and socialized everything because they actually pay taxes. Right. <laughs> so it's just kind of one of those things that I'm like really excited to see those things and live somewhere that is really ahead of the U.S. in those aspects. Terrified of like not being with like you know our company anymore. Well, you never know. You might find an organization that does the same kind of thing over there. What if they suck? Then don't work for them. Yeah. <laughs> Your skills will translate into more than just what you're doing now. No, there I are know. other positions you could take and still yeah. use the same skills and, no, and excel sure. at. So you'll have options. Yeah. Whenever I get there, who knows? I keep pushing John to go to Scandinavia. It'd be awesome. Just because I, I really like the cold. And I want to meet Santa. I have plenty of family live in Sweden. That's true. I do have friends in Sweden and Finland. Actually, two of my friends live in Sweden now. So that's awesome. Go visit your family. Or you go visit your family, and then we can hang out if I'm living in Sweden. Are you going to pay for me to go visit my family? No. no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I will build you a boat. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to get me across the Atlantic. You could pretend to be like a Viking, you know? Just true Swede. <laughs> 
No, he's not no. into it. He's not into it. No. Uh, no. I'm not going to spend a year on a boat to get to Sweden. Would it take? It wouldn't take that long. A small boat? Yeah. With one true. person? <laughs> I'll steal you like a cruise ship. Like. That might be a little quicker. Maybe a week. Yeah. Uh, have you ever gone on a cruise ship? Yeah. I've been on multiple cruises. Never All been in on the cruise. Never been on one. Seriously? So, your reaction. <laughs> My other friend that lives in the same town as you, right? Yes. Her family has always done cruises. Mm-hmm. So, she's always like, oh my god, we should do a cruise. And there's many times I've gotten close to like agreeing to do one. <laughs> but why not? I don't know if I have any interest in being trapped in the same vicinity as all these hundreds of other people in okay. the middle of the ocean. Let me, let me explain to you the cruises that I've been on. Mm-hmm. One of them was a wedding. Oh, we, that's right, We got yes. married on a ship in right. port in, mm-hmm. in Miami, mm-hmm. and then it, it sailed from there. Mm-hmm. You were on the ship with all of these people, primarily overnight. No, I get that. And so you're either going to be doing something, or you're going to be asleep. We we took, I think the cruise after the wedding was a five-day cruise. Mm-hmm. And right before Kennedy was born, we took another five-day cruise. And we had, both times, we had one full day at sea. Mm-hmm. Every, right, every other day, we period, were either yeah. departing or arriving in the port mm-hmm. where we started in Florida. Or we were on an island. Right. No, I get that. I just, like, I think they're just so expensive for, like, what get because it's like you pay obviously i mean you pay per person not per room correct which i find frustrating well yes but you're also paying for all your food and your drinks not necessarily because sometimes i've looked like sometimes they'll they'll be like oh you can go to these this one restaurant but all the other really good restaurants you can't go to you have to pay out of pocket yes so there's like all these loopholes that like i just find Really annoying. And the fact, too, that, like, most excursions, when you go to an island, you still have to pay out of pocket, like, ridiculous money. If you're doing an organized excursion. But, like, the last cruise we went on before Kennedy was born, mm-hmm. the last, I think it was the last step was Nassau. We didn't do an excursion. We just walked around town. Yeah. And that didn't cost us anything. True. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'd go on a cruise back to Cuba. Although Trump will ruin that, so. What? I'm sure. Um, yeah, the cruises are fun. Yeah. Eh. Still not really selling me, but, you know, I'm glad you enjoy them. <laughs> you should try one. I don't know. I used to be really good on boats, like, you know, sailing and all that stuff. Um, my dad and my brother, well, especially my dad, love sailing. Um, and I don't really get seasick on that, but I feel like when I'm on, like, big boats, I feel more uncomfortable. But you don't feel the rocking as much. Right. I think it's in my head. Okay. It's like all me, just like it's my anxiety kind of thing where like you can see the ocean. So you're making it up in your head that you're moving. You know, you can just, yeah, convince yourself that something's happening that's not happening. So being crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> like, I think I would need a lot of Xanax. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Uh so anyway. You should, you should try one at some point. I should what? You should try one at some point. I mean, just a short, like, three or four day cruise. I would take a cruise, like, if I was going to, like, Antarctica. I mean. That would be fun. There might be a cruise that goes to Antarctica. There's totally a cruise that goes, like, at least down to, like, Argentina. Right. But, I mean, where are you going to leave out of? <sighs> what port is that ship going to sail out of? Probably know. somewhere in South America. So you got to fly there first. gonna go with the flow i'll get there okay yeah i have some like distant well it's not really distant relatives so she was like was my godmother but then she kind of like disappeared but she lives in chile (laughs) so maybe i could be like hey you know the woman that was supposed to like watch out for me my entire life (laughs) under the catholic church um yeah you you want to like give me a place to stay yeah cool (laughs) good luck with that yeah Although I do want to go to South America a lot. Maybe I could take a cruise to South America and then have an excursion in the Amazon. Sure. I'm sure there's something that does that. Yeah, I want to stay in the trees. 
It's gonna be awesome. I don't know. If, I'll stick with the cruise line. I don't know if it's more worth doing a big trip. So my dad and I have to do a trip together, and I haven't. And basically, it's I have to decide where we're going, and what? I can't decide. Okay. Do a cruise. Then you get to oh, go he a bunch won't of do that. No, he won't do that. Oh. No, he will not do a cruise. Uh, so that's out of the question. But I can't decide if I want to do like an Asian trip because there's like, because it would be like a two week trip. And so we could do like at least five days in China and then like go down into like Cambodia and Thailand and stuff like that. Um, and then maybe like go back up towards like Nepal of sorts, like do a kind of big swing. Okay, or? Or, like, S- South America excursion. Go to, like, Machu Picchu. Although my dad's afraid of heights, so I don't know that that would work for him. <laughs> go do that, and then, like, go do some stuff in the Amazon, because my dad lived in Brazil when he was growing up. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, so I think he would have a lot of fun doing that, except for the piranhas. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah, yeah. He never got bit by one, thankfully. But he's definitely seen them eat things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's what they do. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he does speak Portuguese, so that would be useful. Yeah, because I just don't want it to be, like, a trip, like, in Europe, because that's boring. Okay. Well, it's so easy to travel in Europe, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yes. Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't say boring, it's just, like, bland compared to, like, let's wander the fucking Amazon, like, with a big stick. Okay. Europe definitely has more touristy things Which to I do, do as opposed to the Amazon. Yeah. The Amazon, I could go meet a tribe that probably, like, barely sees white people. And, my, and probably hates white people. Yeah, <laughs> and you might not come <laughs> the back. The white man <laughs> ruins everything. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. I know, right? Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Gotta find a new co-host. Oh, God. Now, right? No, can you imagine, like, I Skype in from... Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Your data rates will be through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, so should we spin the wheel for next week? Sure. Oh, well, I guess, I mean, you could talk about... We could do maybe two that you can talk about next week. What'd you spin? I spun TV and movie connoisseur. Okay. So There's a lot of new shows starting. Yep, it is that season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, The Good Place, yesterday I had season two, like, first episode, which you should totally watch that show. Just saying. Okay. Um, season one of The Good Place is on Netflix. Just in case you were wondering. Alright, good to know. And the other one is I Wish I Could Do That, so Science and Technology. Maybe in the future, break out science and technology. Yeah, I think that's a better idea. Because, especially with me being a technology professional, Mm -hmm. there, I mean, I can really speak to technology, but I'm also really interested in science in the parts of science that are not technology. That's true. So. That's true. I could do something like, um, category name, like the Terminator. Technology. (laughs) There you go. Could also be movies. That's true. Oh, touche. That I like confusing things. Yes. <laughs> Definitely doing that one. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, if I wanted to do movies, I could just do Sarah Connolly. Sarah Connors. Connors, whatever. Yeah, see, that's how much I've watched Terminator. I knew it was something like that. Okay. All right. But see, that would be more specific towards movies. Sorry. That's true. That's yeah. more specific than Terminator, yes. And then I mean. science. I don't know. I'd probably, like, pick some weird fact about science. Which could be thousands of things. <laughs> yes. So you won't know until the next time. Okay. But so your job next week is to talk about... Our, our... Oh, wait, you're not here. Yeah, yeah thanks. How am I going to spin the wheel for the following week? I'll spin it for you on Friday, and then I'll tell you. Okay. All right. That seems good. And I'll tell you before you record, so you know. Yeah, so we can announce it at the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, TV and movies. TV and movies. So, video entertainment. 
Yeah. And then streaming entertainment. Right, that's video entertainment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and science and technology. Yeah. Okay. That's a good bunch. Especially yeah. because most of the people that you would invite know that general one of those two categories. Yes, sure, absolutely. <laughs> and they would probably have questions about for me about the other one. Mm, so. That's true. Um Bree just sent me a picture. Yeah. She uses time hop. Do you use time hop? I used to, and then I would, it's just I got so many notifications just annoyed me. Right. Well she's been using it for a number of years. Yeah. Um I'm assuming that so this is a picture of the little time hop dinosaur juggling some balls. Um and juggling balls. Um, and it says 63 at the bottom, so I'm assuming that means on this day, over the years, she's posted 63 different things. Is that what it means? I Maybe. I don't know. I don't use time hop. I'm see. assuming. But I like the caption that comes with it. You have the best days. Everyone agrees your days are the best. Tremendous! <laughs> Or maybe, no, actually you get rewards for how many days you log in a row. Oh, maybe that's what it is, three days in a row. Yeah. Or maybe, is it log in in a row, or is it, you, it post to, something in a row? Could be. Because Either. you can look at Time Hub, but not post anything, and then that's Time Hub doesn't have, do. Time Hub wouldn't have anything for you to, to share. Yeah, but Time Hub, you don't have to share it. No, no, you don't have I mean, to. the purpose is more just that it's, it's to, fun. To remind you of, yeah. of the fun things, and then you can share the fun things again. Or bad things. I mean, if you share the bad things again, you're looking for attention. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could just think of so many, like, old posts or, like, pictures that, you know, that I still have on Facebook. But it's just, it's not, like, that they're bad posts or pictures. It's just, like, when I look back on it, I'm just like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that was a phase. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I should I should download it. I would be, it was pretty fun. I like seeing, excuse me, um, you know, like all your friends you don't really talk to anymore, but you used to a lot, and you're kind of like, oh, I should have hit that person up. Oh, yeah, I didn't leave that person off Facebook. Or that, yeah. <laughs> Although, I was like, I've never in the last, like, five years deleted anybody on Facebook. If someone's pissed at me, I... I'm like, you go fucking delete me. That's your problem. <laughs> I deleted a lot of people on Facebook last November. True. Yeah. And Twitter. Right. I mean, yours was about downsizing and, like, containing your Yes, and also getting rid of the negativity. Yeah, for sure. So. Although, I must say, too, like, since I've moved up here, I've made, like, such a conscious effort to not post, like, tons of stuff on social media. Like, I think I actually post maybe once a week. I think I'm probably about the same. Between yeah. Facebook and Twitter combined, I'm probably posting an average about one thing a week. And I just but don't I use like to, stuff. Right. I use the, that or to just kind of catch up on what everybody else is doing so I know what's going on in my friends' funny lives. Video, funny videos that they post or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. I just find it really annoying when people are constantly posting things. And like you said, I think it is attention. Because like somebody posted something the other day. I was never, we were never, like, super close friends or anything, but we just always were in the same groups of friends, um, back in, like, high school kind of days, and so she always posts in general about stuff in her life, and I guess the people that are friends with her really liked them, <laughs> but, um, it's like, she just posts this whole thing, oh, God, I can't remember, it's probably a good thing I don't remember, but it was something political, and I just kept reading it, and I was just like, first, your opinion, like, not your opinion, your your statement is wrong. <laughs> like, based on the facts, like, you are inaccurate. <laughs> I remember thinking that. And then the other thing is, like, all these people just, you know, because it was a political statement, you know, there was all these just, like, assholes writing on it, you know, that obviously she knows might be friends with, but that they have different political views. And I was just like, look, the only time I post political stuff is, like, and no one really likes it, and I'm fine with that. Like, but if I find a video that I'm like, wow, I wish more people would see this, like, I'm going to post it. Like, fine. Like, I posted something about, like, um, there was a Holocaust. No, it wasn't. Well, there was something about Holocaust survivor. I don't think I posted that. I just watched that. But it was a survivor of uh, Hiroshima. And Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. And yeah. he was, like, talking about, like, basically his whole family died either from the bomb, the bomb or from complications of the bomb. Right. And the radiation. And so he was, you know, I just thought in the last few weeks with all the 
concern we've had. I was just like, you know, I that's the one thing I really love about social media is you get to hear these stories of people you just never hear from otherwise, of people that survived all these terrible events in history. But anyway, yeah. so Facebook is good and evil at the same time. Yeah. So it's pretty. Fucking hate Twitter though. <laughs> I actually think Twitter's probably better. Did you see what they're beta testing? Yes, that's going to make Twitter not better. Yeah. They're, they're doubling the character count for oh tweets. God. Think of the things that he who shall not be named will say. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing I like about Twitter is that it's short and concise. And if somebody really has something important to share, they do a thread, and you can skip the whole thread because right. they number them. Right. And you know when to stop. Or they take a picture or, of like them writing it in the notepad. That's, that's easier. Mm -hmm. I like when people do that because then it's in one, one tweet instead of 13, but still. Um, yeah. So I, I like that it's short and concise and it's quick to go through and catch up on stuff and then move on to the next thing. Yeah. If it's 280 characters, it suddenly becomes more than twice as long because people are going to start yeah. to, to fill out 280 characters. And I feel like Twitter, even though I don't, like, I'm not on Twitter, a lot of times when you use, like, when you read BuzzFeed, they'll, like, take Twitter yes. quotes, quotes. And I love seeing those because they're so funny a lot of times because you just have these just funny, witty, short phrases that you just make you crack up. And if you write a freaking story that's supposed to be funny, it's not going to, it's not going to have the same. Yeah. Like, short form jokes are funnier than long form jokes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah. I think I ranted enough about that. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so, are we ready? I'm ready. Okay. Are you, are you actually ready? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually ready. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you have suggestions of topics for us to add to the wheel, or if you have uh, ambiguous names of those topics that Alec <laughs> can use for the wheel, or if you want to just tell us what we should be talking about, you can email us at workweekwrapup at gmail.com or tweet us at workweekwrap underscore up also we would appreciate it if you would subscribe and rate our podcast in Apple Podcasts and Google Play so that more people can find us and that you share us with your friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> well my closing outro this week no matter how bad it gets remember this Roger no matter how bad it gets you're always rich at the dollar store don't forget. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I fucking love the dollar store. <laughs>